Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. I'm Mark Francis, once again in the host seat for today. We're only days away from Christmas. Can you believe that? And, uh, you know, one of the things that in our church life that kicks off the Christmas season is follow the star. And um, we want to use this episode today to really help encourage you, the body of Fellowship Bible Church, of what God does through that event. And I have a couple of people here to help me with telling stories and encourage you guys from that standpoint. Um, first of all, I will look to my right, your audience watching left, Brian Lewis. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Welcome to, have you, you have not been in the podcast studio before? I can't remember. Have you been Chris a part of this? and I were early on yes. talking about moving here and engaging. I do remember that. And you have some more engaging stories today. I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah. So, Brian Lewis, thanks for being here. And we also have Angie LeMay. This, once again, is not your first time being in the podcast studio either, right? It is not. Welcome is not. back. Thank you. And so, <laughs> you are the wife of one of our newer elders, Tim yes. LeMay. Yes. yes. And you also are very um, invested and in the weeds of preparing for Follow the Star, right? Absolutely. How long have you been serving for Follow the Star? Uh, 15 years. 15 years. So you were there from day one. Yes. Okay. Yes. So give us, in your, in your, in your story, in your eyes, a nut, just a quick little recap in a nutshell of like what has gone on over those 15 years of you volunteering okay. with follow the star okay actually the very first year we had not planned to volunteer um, we were on our way to see it and our daughter Ashley was in one of the scenes and a scene fell and oh, no. pinned her to the ground oh no and so um, she called dad and dad was there and held the scene up all night so that is how actually we got involved with Follow the Star. <laughs> I was like, insert held Jer it up. Held insert it the Jericho joke yes, now. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then the very next year, um, we got involved with the hospitality tent, and every year it just you know we got more and more involved. And eventually, Scott and Karen asked us to join the leadership team, and um, it's we it's been a blessing to us every year. Um, every year we start planning in June and. Um, it takes a good six months to plan it, but... Talking about that, you mentioned a couple things that I'll just follow up on. You said Scott and Karen, that's Scott and, Scott and Karen Santmeyer. Yes. And they and Karen was really kind of the, the person who helped spearhead and initiate the idea of Follow the Star for being just a children's event. And yes, it just initially it was. ultimately snowballed into what it is today. Absolutely. Scott being the pastor of local outreach is really kind of behind the scenes driving this force so the event can be outreach focused. Yes. But you said a leadership team. Um, yes. So what does that look like? And, and what goes on behind the scenes leading up to Follow the Star? Okay, there are four couples now. We have uh, Scott and Karen, Tim and I, Jim and Pauletta Falabelle, and um, Nicole and Nathan Wallenfels. They're new to mm -hmm. the team. Um, we usually do a follow-up meeting in January mm -hmm. to debrief. Um, um, we ask all of the volunteers, um, each category has a leader over it, and so they are very um, instrumental in helping us debrief and what can we do better next year, what worked, what didn't work. Hmm. Um, we love to hear stories. We talk about the stories then yeah. in January. Um, and then um, after January, we kind of table it and then start again in June. Cycle so, it all back around. Yes, and yeah. June is when we start meeting monthly and 
to implement the new things that we're going to do and yeah it's amazing it's amazing to think yeah. that like yeah you, you're you're done here in <laughs> december you're going to recap in january but then it comes right back it around pretty right quick back. yes and and being here on campus is a little slightly different people have stories about that experience mm -hmm. as well but what what has that done for the team uh, because I, I think it's important to share just a little bit of that background to our church of okay we went from the battlefield which right. was a great tradition and mm -hmm. experience and now we're at the church so give us some of the the benefits of what that brings to us as volunteers Cheers. and as hosting it yes yeah. So typically, most of our volunteers would prefer to go back to the battlefield because it's so fun there. Mm. Um, but logistically, it's much easier to do it here at church. And um, we had to start doing it during COVID, yeah. the first year of COVID. And the thing that we realized was that we are now able to reach a whole new group of people that we could not reach at the battlefield, mm. um, elderly people mm. or people that um, need assistance. Mm that um, we were not able to reach all of those years. So yeah. that, to me, that is the biggest impact on having it here at the church is so many more people are able to come. It's helpful to hear that, to know, yes. okay, there's a heart behind it, not mm -hmm. just, oh, it's just easier or mm -hmm. it's you know better for us. Right. It really has uh, an outreach component and, and I can appreciate that because, you know, walking in the dark through hills and bumps yes. and clumps of grass it's dangerous. is not <laughs> ideal for many people. No, it's not. Yeah. 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 We actually have several of the assisted living homes in the area bring a van hmm. or a bus and bring their residents, which is amazing. That's to great. To be able to reach them. Yeah. And Brian, you've been at the church now for, uh, I want to say four years. Four years. Yeah. And so walk us through your family's experience of Follow the Star. Yeah, you know, it's funny, this didn't hit me until just now, but <clears throat> we were talking before this, and um, it falls on the usually on the weekend that I would have military duty. And so for the first three years here, I was here, I was commanding a unit, so I, I never could miss, and so I was missing it. Mm. Well, um, our first year here, um, my mom was able to go, mm. and she died Christmas Day, mm. like a couple of weeks oh, later. Mm. And I remember her and uh, just being like the excitement that she had and just being blown away at how, I mean, she loved Jesus. She, mm. uh, so it, for her, even though it wasn't um, this accepting of the gospel moment, it was that preaching to yourself, reaffirming, mm. and her just say, saying, man, this is, this is clearly pointing to Jesus. And, and so it's got kind of a special place in my heart that I didn't realize mm. until you just asked that. Mm. Um, and I'm like, oh, man. So I've only got to attend it uh, twice out of those two years. Mm -hmm. um, and so this year I was able, able to go. And I know for my family, they've gone when I wasn't here uh, as an activity, which actually helps me too because <laughs> you, you, you don't realize how much you worry about stuff when you can't be there. You're reminded mm -hmm. of well, you always think you're in control, but really God's always in control. And so that's something that they were able to do when I was gone and then coming back and hearing the kids like tell me about some peace. So it always created further discussions for them. So I think those are the mm -hmm. like – second third order effects that we can look at like hey we're going to have a letter we talk about it we're going to and i've got a cool story with a friend but there's there's rippling effects that happen and yeah. that consistency year after year with my kids i've been here long enough to start seeing that as they've matured that even though they know some of that story there's always a piece because of how because of all the planning that goes into it and how comprehensive it is there's something that stands out each time, and I mm. think that that's a beautiful it's piece to that. It's really meant to tell the full story yeah. of God, Absolutely. and so not just this birth manger scene, yeah. but going from 
creation to the cross and then okay what's in it for me yeah. I, I think is that having that call is such a great example of presenting the gospel to the community and and after 14 years now mm -hmm. the community recognizes this as a tradition yeah. i mean it's turning into yes. uh, something in town that people already know about they might not know who's putting it on they might not know really where where it is as much but they know the words follow the star yeah and so as as this is growing and developing over these many years we're seeing god move in our community mm -hmm. through this and giving opportunities for people to like you said if it's your mother have a have a rehearsing the gospel experience or for people who don't know the lord at all wow this is an aha moment mm -hmm. so tell us a little something of what happened with you this past um season at follow the star and um you were able to invite a friend yeah so um we'll call him troy he, he's a non-believer we worked at the pentagon together for a number of years and we would have lunch uh once a week um and he's one of those guys very postmodern, very like <clears throat> everything's okay so he's easy to engage on it but just because he's being friendly and he's willing to hear about anything um and about uh three months ago we i had to go to the pentagon for something and he and i were there and, and he he opened up to me and he's not a vulnerable person typically and he said like i'm gonna be going through a divorce he has a uh, his son came was here for follow the star and he was a week short of four years old so mm -hmm. really important crucial age mm -hmm. and so three months ago he you know he said I, i've recognized that maybe i should go to church and um and and find community like i'm realizing the importance of that and this guy's like no interest in church and i yeah. I, I couldn't help myself the first words that came out were like don't tell me you're going to go to a unitarian church <laughs> and he's like, that's exactly where I'm going to go. And oh, I was like, wow. okay, well, yeah. I, I just yeah. said, look, man, if you continue to believe in everything, um, you really believe in nothing. And so like, um, and we have that kind of relationship. We're kind of, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's in jest or whatever. Um, and so it opened, we've had little moments. And then um, about three or four days before, maybe a week before Follow the Star, he sends me a calendar invite. He'll invite himself to my house. He's very like, he works at AI. And so like, I get this calendar invite rather than a phone call. <laughs> And it's a weekend of fall of the star. Not a request, just a calendar invite. Be like, hey, I'm showing up. Yeah. 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 Um, so he does it every time. And so I, I accepted it. That's like my way of saying you can come because they were going to a car race out at the summit. And he's like, can we just come stay the night with you guys? So it's him and his son. I said, wow. sure. So when he shows up, um, I, my plan was I'm just going to, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to hop in the car. We've got something we're going to go do. Like I just didn't even give him a heads up, right? Mm -hmm. Um, he's, I've already accepted the invite, so now he's on my agenda, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of mm -hmm. how I see it. And um, so he comes in the yard, and my wife, Krista, says, oh, did Brian tell you we're about Follow the Star and where we're going? I was like, no, I didn't tell him at all. I, I didn't want to give him the option, so we're just going. <laughs> and, he, and knowing him and getting to know him, I knew that, like, for him, he's just going to accept that. He's like, yeah, cool, whatever. And so we came, and, um, man, it was... It was just really cool to see. God is like peeling back pieces of him and kind of opening him up in ways I've not seen him. I've known him for years. Um, and so his son's engaged with my kids and we're waiting. And we were at, I mean, our line, when we got on the line and we weren't on the asphalt. Right. And there was no, they were totally fine. Like kids were running, playing. We were kind of talking. He was kind of seeing what's going on. Uh, we enter that village. We get going. And then, then the real fun starts. Like he, I think two things stand out um, is... He, he like leans over and he keeps telling me he had watched the passion of Christ recently, which huh. I've not seen. I know wow. enough to know it's not accurate. Yeah. Um, and so he started picking up on the differences. Hmm. Mm. And so I was like, well, okay, let's talk about that time. And then he didn't know what a manger was. He's like, what's a manger? Mm. And I was like, 
it's where it's a food trough. Like it's essentially what animals eat out of. Hmm. And we have a God who lowers himself so much. Like, hmm. could you go any lower? Hmm. Like that's how, you know, we were. And so you're just planting those seeds. And then the second thing was, he was like, who are the wise men? I've never even heard of the wise men. Um, now Krista would get a kick out of this and, and then I'll finally uh, be quiet. But um, so I have this thing where the wise men were not there at the manger, but we have to kind of set it up, right? So whenever I'm at someone's house, I'm sharing my secrets on the internet now. <laughs> um, but whenever we go to a party or even my own house, I move the wise men to be approximately two years away. So I'll take someone's major scene and I'll just put their wise men in another part of the house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't say a word to anybody. So Chris always moves them back. But so she got a kick out of him asking me that. But then it was like, we're just able to engage. And then you enter that tent and you guys are playing music and they're getting cookies. And it's just a really cool moment to just feel safe. Like they don't even know. So he didn't accept Christ in the moment or any of those kind of things, but these conversations were mm-hmm. happening and the interest is there. So now mm-hmm. it's like, He's starting to hear the pieces of the gospel that are exclusive to the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to bridge to that later and just say, hey, man, there is no other religion like Christianity, right? There there is, they all have you do something or you're going to get to some point. And this is simply, he's the way, believe. He's um, obviously seeking. There's something going he's on. He's being stirred. There. Yep. You, you said he had watched a movie with like The Last Temptation of Christ. That's or what something it is. Like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. That you're right. It's not fully accurate. So, mm-hmm. what caused him to even want to watch that if, if he's yeah, in point. this kind of mode of, you know, not seeking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I love how just walking through, you're able to walk with him. I think there's a key component there of having a relationship as you're going through and having questions like that. Um, have you had any follow-up conversations with them since at all? Well, so you reminded me, one of my favorite things in the Bible is uh, there's verses that specifically in Peter. He talks about figurative and literal language. And we talk about walking alongside people. Mm-hmm. It was figuratively mm-hmm. and literally happening yeah. to follow the star. Yeah. Like we're just, you know, and, um, and it's like, I didn't really have to do much work. I just had to get him there and be ready to yeah. answer mm-hmm. his questions. Right. Mm-hmm. And, your work and others work and their volunteering was doing that um yeah so he's already invited me for a uh i would say there's more engagement happening now that's Mm. like relational whereas before he kind of reached out professionally and we're in some of the same spaces in our civilian lives Mm -hmm. um and so it's it's earlier to tell i don't have any great story on that yeah other than like as soon as he got home i got another invite inviting me to go on a camping trip with him up in Matthew's arm and his son. And so I think, I think that's like his way of showing this engagement means something a little bit more. So I'm I'm really hopeful in, um, in that. So we use the word like, or the phrase planting seeds all the time, you know, and it goes to the parable of Jesus and Mm -hmm. the sower and, and how some seeds go in rocky soil and some are on fertile soil. You just never know Mm -hmm. what the true soil is of some, where somebody's at. Mm -hmm. And, and so our job, is just continually to be presenting Christ to other people around us. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my stories I, I'll, I'll jump into and share because I was, um, as always, in the cookie tent <laughs> um, doing music. Yes. And, and I enjoy that, and it's fun. Um, there have been some, some seasons where I haven't, and then I'm serving in other places, but for the most part, for 14, 15 years, yeah. I'm serving. Um, and... And so I'm not able to walk through and have that experience mm. like you, Brian, to invite somebody and then walk through with them. Every now and then I'll try to jump out and find somebody and say hi, but it's not that same level. 
So I was able to invite a whole handful of people. And yes, I, I work here at church, but I also have another world of real estate where I have jobs and employees and clients and stuff like that. And I, I was inviting anybody. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. Um, one family um, is going to be buying a house right down the road from church. And I said, hey, you know what's going on at that church this weekend? <laughs> and um, they're, they, they're Catholic, and so they, they have this kind of religious bent. And they're like, we'll, we'll show up, mm-hmm. sure. Um, sure enough, there they were saying hi to them. And I've had conversations with them afterwards about <coughs> what our church provides and what we do mm-hmm. and what grace is. And, and if they're moving right down the road, Wow. Who knows? Again, right. it's not about what church you attend. It's about mm-hmm. the relationship with Christ. But that's just a simple seed. Another is one of my um, real estate agents who works. I, I invited the whole the whole office. Everybody mm-hmm. just show up and come. And one of them, unfortunately, was not able to make it. Another one did show up with her mother, and um, she is a probably not really practicing any kind of religion right now, but has a Catholic background, Catholic bent. And she said that her mother is always looking to get back to church. And just she has never found the time to just make it a priority. And her mother lives with her, and she's got kids and a husband. So I had no idea if they were going to come. And sure enough, there they were, went Mm. right on by and said hi to them, got them, just was able to have a quick conversation, said, come to church. So then they came to church as well Mm. um, the very next day. Um, And just the experience of, that Catholic experience of what they would be used to mm-hmm. of church yeah. versus what our church was like. And, you know, whatever Tim was preaching on that day for Christmas was amazing, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, she's since come back to church another time. I've oh, had nice. conversations with That's her awesome. in the workplace for that. And she's saying, my mother wants to come back. She brought her husband a second time, who the first time he didn't want to come. Now he's coming. The kids came to church this past week, and the kids didn't want to leave because they were having so much fun. Yeah. One of them was crying that they had to deal with. But just the wow. the experience of just bringing somebody into yeah. the building. And mm-hmm. so the having, having Follow the Star here on campus, mm-hmm. another benefit of that is people are exposed to where we are, yeah. what Absolutely. the environment looks like, and, you know, there's safety in that mm-hmm. as well. I was well. thinking about that when you were talking about it, yeah. that, like, it does, because some people feel like they're if they walk through a church doors, they're going to catch on fire. Mm. Literally. But then they come here and, like, <laughs> okay, hot chocolate, cookies, kind of walk the grounds. These people aren't crazy. I didn't see them burning any cats. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. I can, wait, they're kind of normal and fun, and mm-hmm. they were dressed all different ways, and they're all different ages. And so it makes it probably a little bit easier to step through the threshold. And so yeah. that's probably another really great yeah. advantage. Yeah. And, and for us, doing Follow the Star that first week of December allows for that opportunity for those seeds mm-hmm. to grow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and and the, the idea of Christmas just with this agent of mine, she's like, well, yeah, I just we just naturally have to go to church on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, sure. Yes, <laughs> Come on back. You know, <laughs> let's, let's go. And yeah. we'll have conversations with it. But again, it's not just having somebody sit in a seat on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. about the ongoing relationship and dialogue mm-hmm. that at least I'm now able to have with her and her family. Right. We've had other stories that have been submitted. So Angie, I know you've got one that was a letter that um, someone wrote to our church. Yes. Um, and this is a great story as well. So again, as, as we're having these conversations, it's just encouraging to all of you out there. Um, so read yeah. away. This is actually a, hand, a handwritten letter. Handwritten. Is, yeah, that yeah, came in a card. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So it, it's very special. But um, it says, to every person who helped and participated in any way in Follow the Star, 
Thank you so much for all the time, practice, and love you put into that glorious production. I can't say how impressed we were, far beyond our expectations. It was not only inspiring, but so well planned. When we first arrived and saw the long line, we planned to leave. But when we asked the parking attendant how to get out, he encouraged us to stay, saying that the line moved very quickly, which it did. Um, but how could it be worth an apparently long wait with four children under age six at almost their bedtime? Well, it was way more than worth it because first of all, it was not a long wait. It really did keep moving. Then the kids really enjoyed the marketplace, petting the donkey, making bracelets, writing in Arabic. Each of the people working there, including the children, were helpful, knowledgeable, and polite and kind. Then the tour guides were excellent, and we learned a lot. The actors and costumes were really believable. Most impressive were the huge angels with the shepherds. After all of the scenes, a man told us that the cross was the reason for the whole nativity. But the other things he said about how we each have something in us that makes us do things we wish we didn't, in similar words, is what affected me the most. I'm so thankful to Jesus for going through all that for me because I'm sinful. Then the tent with the live Christmas music, cookies, and hot chocolate was icing on the cake. The singers and the musicians were wonderful. We appreciate music, and it was all well done. Also, whoever baked cookies, they were delicious, and we were pleasantly surprised that the cocoa was not too hot for the children. Then there was no mention of donations, so I'm sending this to show my support and appreciation for such a pleasant and wonder-filled evening. Our family and our son's family all really enjoyed it. We were so impressed. God continued to bless each of you involved, and you're all wished a beautiful, meaningful Christmas and a bright and happy new year ahead. Awesome. That's awesome. It Praise was, the Lord. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was it was their first time to attend, so. That's yes. cool. And and so for someone to take the effort to handwrite a letter <coughs> and to go down all of those different kind of level of details of what they experienced mm-hmm. All for the point of recognizing, yeah, I'm a sinner. Right. The point of the cross, and he did that for me. It's kind of cool. So Yeah. We, the reason we do it. it. That's exactly it. Absolutely. And I think that's the heart of this conversation is, yeah, year after year, for those of us that have served for 14, 15 mm-hmm. years in a row, mm-hmm. it can kind of get a little drag, mm-hmm. and you can be exhausted, and you're getting back to thinking and on, being on a planning team again in July for right. Follow the Star. Right. Well, right. why do we do it? Well, we right. do it for those seeds be planted mm-hmm. for people to come to know Christ. Absolutely. If I'm being honest, like I struggle with, you know, you asked me, Angie, when we first came in, if I, if I, if we volunteered this time, because you didn't know why Mark invited me. Yeah. Um, he went down a long list and no one else was available. <laughs> but, um, you know, I felt a little sense, and it, it's happened before, you weren't sending this my way, but I had this sense of guilt, like, yeah, I should mm-hmm. be doing those things, right? But then as you were reading that, I was thinking about all the little things and how God works in our lives. Like he knows the, like down to the hairs on our head, mm-hmm. but he also, this, the, the grandness of him and then the, how personal he is. It's like all those little pieces, whether it was somebody just restacking cookies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or the Cleaning the porta-potties. To, yeah. And we talk yes. about those you things because it sounds right, but it is so true in this mm-hmm. case because... Like they notice little details. Oh, no, no donation box. There's no, no right. donation box because our people are donating their time, time. and effort. Right. Um, and then I realized, wait a minute. The other message to hear is my job was to actually be there and invite Absolutely. someone and just be present. Mm-hmm. And that's what, and God works through that too. And so 
I think that's another message to not forget is like whatever it is, whether mm-hmm. it's prayer, just don't ignore it and Absolutely. be comfortable with wherever God has you because he's mm-hmm. that sovereign. Yeah, our whole church played a role. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. know, in, in that participation, mm-hmm. I think we had numbers of maybe almost 400 people were volunteering and serving right. mm-hmm. um, from some capacity. Mm-hmm. But the whole church, as you're saying, whether you're you're participating by just walking through, mm-hmm. whether you're praying for it, making cookies, you know, uh, yes. I, I, the numbers just go down. The untold stories mm-hmm. um, will only know in heaven of what the impact continually will be year after year from this and and that's that's again the purpose of this conversation is just to encourage you who's watching and listening mm-hmm. to say yeah this is making a major impact um you know so th- i want to end up with just this conversation just a quick statement from you guys what do we do next mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like how do we how do we take this idea of oh it is this easy or I can invite somebody to church or I can walk with somebody and, and answer a question or two. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we, t- how do we take that into our everyday lives to say, don't just wait for next fall of the star for this to happen. What does that, what does that look like for all, all of us? That's mm-hmm. not really a question. That's just a statement, but yeah. you know, what would you suggest to somebody who's sitting here questioning, scratching their head saying, what could I do? What, what can I do out there in the real world? I think one is just resting in God's sovereignty again and knowing mm-hmm. that go make disciples might mean, I mean, oftentimes it just means going where he's already got you and just being willing to have the, like, ask that next level question down. Or one of the things I that I try to do at work especially is use redemptive language. Mm-hmm. Talk in some of the, some of the way, you know, I'll talk to someone if they make a mistake and, um, you know, I have a pretty large team and, and, and I'm like, I'm not looking for fault. I said, you know, um, in life, like uh, to me, the, the best story is the last written story. So yeah. let's write a better story from here. Like, mm-hmm. what did we learn? And they start to notice that. And that mm-hmm. didn't seem like much, but over time I've seen where when people have something a little deeper happen, they'll come to me because they sense something different. Right. And it's not me. It's, it's God's glory and his work. But I think sometimes we, we just overcomplicate and it's like anything else. Um, like engaging in a sport or neighbor, you just get, I mean, whether it's a tiny, tiny step or a giant leap, just, just stepping into those spaces and, and, um, and you feel that little stirring and it's like, I'll ask a question or, Hey, can I, I'm going to pray for that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I had someone at work yeah. yesterday and I said, yeah. I, and I always try to put a little bit of honesty be, to it. And I'll say, you know, I'm going to do my best over the next week to pray specifically. I said, I'm a praying man. Mm-hmm. I have a worldview that is a Christian worldview um, and, and so I want you to know that I'm praying for that. And so instead of just saying, I'm going to pray for it, cause that's mm-hmm. kind of this general right. thing, I'll specifically use it as a chance to just drop a little nugget there to say, Hey, my worldview, I believe that prayer works and mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best over the next week to pray specifically on that. And I'm going to follow up with you and just check in on you. Mm-hmm. But even um, that is having just a, an intentionality mm-hmm. with your language, with what you're saying, with a heart to say, okay, what can I say that will just slightly make an impact yeah. in their world that shows them. God exists and that he cares for them and that you care for them as well. Yeah. So it's that intentionality. And not being afraid when we aren't good Christians. Mm. So when I've had, I've had a couple of, and, so, and even with my kids, like I really cherish the opportunity to apologize in front of them and to them and, and to their mother. Like I, I recently got short with Krista and I, I said, everyone come back in here. Like your mom, this is why she doesn't deserve that. This is why it's sin. 
I want you to see I, I'm telling her sorry. And I've tried to do something similar at work. I can't go that deep, you know, up front. They just mm. start making mm. me, put me in the weird box. <laughs> um, Time but out it's corner. like being, being vulnerable and re- recognizing that my identity isn't in my job title. Um, and so I think, um, yeah, just continue to lean into what the fruits of the spirit look like. And when we, when we don't have the good ones and also just, just owning that and people will start to get a sense of something different and they'll, and then that's when you can just, and, and being patient. Mm. Like there's so many stories where you, I mean, mm. we just talked about Simeon not that long ago, right? Like he, as far as we know, he had like one role and it was right there and yep. that doesn't seem, I mean, we can see in the latter times, that's really great. Mm. But leading up to that point, like there's, there's so many stories where it's like, that's their only point, but like, mm. that's a huge message and it's continued to be told. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. we should just trust God and take that tiniest step forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Angie, you have a heart for hospitality and hosting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you've talked to us before about light of the night or what, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. What do you and Tim kind of generally do on a regular basis to kind of have that, those antennas up for other people around you? Well, he, at work, he's, he's a lot like you, Ryan, and, um, it's very intentional. Um, with the guys that he works with and being there for them. Um, he's one of the older guys at work, and so um, he's been able to mentor several of them. And knowing that he's a believer, and a lot of times that just starts with praying at lunchtime and just praying for mm-hmm. a meal. Um, he's prayed the gospel in, in his lunch you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> prayer. So um, they all know, but just when they have crisis, then they know who to go to. So he's able to share the gospel that way, and and um, I I agree with something that you said. Just being faithful where we are. So if you're a, a young mom at home, which you know I did that, I stayed home with my kids. You can be a witness um, and be faithful in your um, neighborhood mm-hmm. and having those kids in your home, your mm-hmm. the neighbor kids in your home. And we we've um, been married long enough that we've had adult kids come back to us and tell us what that meant to them. Mm-hmm. Um, to be those people in the neighborhood that mm. were there no matter what they needed. And um, uh, and then uh, Light Up the Night, we absolutely love Light Up the Night. So um, every year it gets bigger and bigger and <laughs> more and more people. We actually need more volunteers. So next But, you know, year. it doesn't even have to be that. So no, doing an doesn't. Easter egg hunt for Easter, yes. use, yeah. you know, use the different kind of culturally normative mm-hmm. kind of settings mm-hmm. to infuse Christ into something. Yes. And so, yeah, Halloween with Light wherever of the Night, Easter with Easter Egg, mm-hmm. you know, Follow the Star, Christmas, wherever, whatever it is, like yeah. there's opportunities, um, whether yeah. it be a, a kid's school play or, Absolutely. you know, a soccer game or mm-hmm. wherever that you can just build relationships. Yeah, yeah I think of, you. you know, a, a donut, like most people, if they're smart, like a good donut. Right. So it's like, what are the thing? what are the donuts in our lives where it's like, you, you know, we think about it in our house. We, we happen to, to live on the parade route. Um, we had a good realtor that got my wife what hey, she wanted. Sure. Um, <laughs> but like we see that as an opportunity that God has given us because it puts all these people in our yard and we intentionally have. And it's a place where everyone wants to have fun. And there, yes, you can. It's easy to point and be like, well, there's a lot of debauchery over here or there. But that mostly it's a family event. So it's like, mm-hmm. what are those things you're interested in that draw different people together? And then just, if you're uncomfortable, drag along a few of your Christian friends, the wiser ones, the not mm-hmm. so wiser ones, and enter those spaces and just start building relationships where you already mm-hmm. are like that. Yeah. You know, my donut analogy was probably totally lost, but you know. That's okay. That's we get it. it. Everybody yeah. likes a donut. I just wanted to, yeah. yeah, I have donuts on the mind always. <laughs> so if it's not donuts, it's ice cream. Anyways. Yeah. Well, 
that's good conversation for another time, another day. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, Apple Blossom, there's another example. Yes. I mean, yeah. but you can go down the list of the opportunities that exist mm -hmm. and how can we build bridges as mm -hmm. we've yeah. learned as a church over yeah. this past year. How can we build bridges into the community mm -hmm. and follow the star is an amazing one. And so it's encouraging to hear these small little stories, mm -hmm. the ones that have been written in, the ones that we're experiencing or have heard third hand. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's just fun to, to know that we're part of what God is doing yeah. around us. Um, and you don't have to have all the answers. Yeah. Like no. if we, we did, we wouldn't be like, we wouldn't be able to <laughs> yeah. engage people on it. Right. We're just being used. Right. Yeah. God. Have you don't need answers to put your arm around someone. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So, and we yeah. got his spirit to lead us and guide us. So, yeah. Yeah. well, Angie, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Brian, thank you so much. All of you guys watching and listening, thank you for your participation in Follow the Star. And we still want to hear from you. So if there's additional stories that you think would be encouraging to our body, feel free to write them in, call them in, let us know, and we can just encourage one another from that standpoint. So the fact of the matter is just keep watching for that. Mm -hmm. Listen to God's Spirit lead you and guide you and keep us posted um, because that's what it is. So let um until we, actually i don't even have another episode to promote i was going to talk about which next one is going to be so just be on the lookout come new year have a merry christmas everyone merry christmas and happy new year and until we do chat again continue to let christ be the focus of your life each and every day mm -hmm.